Hello, and welcome to Her Return, a podcast devoted to returning to your feminine essence through embodiment practices, sensual explorations, and unifying the feminine and masculine energies within. I'm your host, Lindsay Curtis. Hello, beautiful people. I'm so excited to tune in with you today with my dear soul sister, Silo. Silo is an astrologist and she's been working with astrology for almost a decade. She does astrological coaching sessions online from a perspective of co-creation rather than prediction. And she has an amazing YouTube channel that you need to check out. And I've invited her here to talk with us today about astrology, how it supports us in returning home to ourselves, as well as Mercury retrograde and what it really means for the goodness in our lives. Enjoy. Hello, I'm so so excited to be here with you. Hello, it's a pleasure. Mm. It feels nice, and with you, it's always cozy and beautiful and excited. It's so fun to tune in here like this with you in a in a new format and a new yeah in a new way. So great. Um, So let's just dive right in. I love to start all of our conversations here on the podcast with getting to know you a little bit more. So I would love to hear what kind of formative experiences maybe in your earlier life kind of set you up for the work that you're doing in the world today? Well, it's very interesting because uh, I'm like 360 degrees away from where I just started. I had a degree in international relations and I worked 10 years in the airline business. But back in 2011, I had an accident, like a huge accident at work. And I spent an entire year recovering. And during those months, I went like really, I mean, like I hit like really hard you know, into depression and stuff because, I mean, my life was so focusing on, you know, being successful and whatever. And uh, I got into this depression and no one could help me from that. And then I met this astrologist and she helped me. She helped me with my timing. She helped me to understand that that was a period, a transition, a very important moment that I need to go through so part of my evolution so it hit me in a very positive way I recovery I went back work but then I realized that uh, I was just a number so I said you know what this is not something that I want and then I started starting like myself uh, into this astrology also about you know spiritual things and energy and so and so and then I decided to do this and then the universe conspired like uh, uh, so many people who said and they closed the company closed my department so it was you know like the universe saying like okay you ask for this then I'll give you the chances and I was like okay I'll take them and here I am like many years <laughs> later mm-hmm. and the thing that I like from that person that they knew was that 
she wasn't talking to me in a way that this will happen and this and that and that. No, she just showed me what the energies were so I could do something with them. So here I am. <laughs> mm, I love that. So much goodness. Mm -hmm. Transferring what sticks out for me is this idea of like being just a number in a company and then knowing that this jump, this leap needs to be taken, but maybe still building the strength, building the courage until the universe is just like, oh, you're not moving. Let me move you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because I was already doing this, but still in my job, because, yeah. you know, it was like my comfort zone, you know, receiving a paycheck and have the social security and so and so. So the universe said, okay, she must need a little help. <laughs> yeah. The benevolence of the great creatress, right? <laughs> and, and I took it and I'm very happy for it. And I feel like very blessed. And here I am talking to you <laughs> about astrology and Mercury and so on. Mm, well, I love that. I love that. I love that. And astrology is so important to me in my daily life. And mm -hmm. whenever there's a certain energy that I'm living and I can't really point my finger on it, I'll look up what's going on in the, in the universe. And mm -hmm. lo and behold, there's always going to be this part of my chart that's overactivated or, or something happening. And um, so I love, and I always kind of bring it in a little bit within my client sessions as well. And the women that I, mm -hmm. serve, I feel it's so important. So in that regard, I know you've just talked about your own personal experience, but in what other ways do you see astrology being able to help us return more home to ourselves? Well, uh, if we're talking astrology from our um, nativity chart, it's our compass, life compass. It, everything is in there, our energy. So being able to get to know them it's so important because you can see in your present moment where you are from, where you were supposed to, right? Because one of the most important laws on the universe is the free will. So we get to decide what we're going to do. I mean, the cosmos can send us, you know, like the circumstances, the persons, the events, but then we'll make a decision. Even not making a decision, it's making a decision. So once you start working with the energies, even just with the moon cycle, it helps you to make better decisions on, on a daily basis. I mean, for example, if you have a very strong Scorpio in your chart and the moon is in a Scorpio, the moon being the, this energy from the whole cosmos you know, introduce themselves through your body, then you need to be more aware because you might end up having reactions, like natural reactions that at the beginning you cannot control like super well when you're not aware. So little by little, you can, okay, I know that the moon is in a Scorpio these days. So every time that someone will tell me something that I don't like, I'll break first. I don't need to react. Simple like that. Just with the moon, not, not, not even knowing your chart, but knowing where the moon goes, it's transiting. It helps you a lot, even like to say, well, if the moon is in Libra, okay, this day might be better for interact with other people uh, to go and socialize or even to, you know, work in an agreement that 
day where the moon is, um, let's say, I don't know, like in uh, areas where you will have the strength that maybe you are like rushing into things, for example. I've just given like a, a example. So this is like the importance and to know your cycles, to know your rhythms. Um, we're going to talk about Mercury and Retro, for example. If you were born uh, with Mercury in Retro in your natal chart, knowing when it's coming during the year, it helps you a lot because you'll be more affected with its effect than any other people that doesn't have Mercury in Retro in your chart, for oh. example. That's really mm -hmm. interesting. Really, really interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing is, it's really important also for us to get to know the subtleties of our chart and the placement. Exactly, because one thing is your chart, that it's based on the moment that you were born, but then the planet didn't like just get stuck, you know? They continue moving. So to know where you are right now, it's like where they are in this moment over your chart so every time that mercury is in retro and um you have mercury retro in your natal chart it it helps you in a different way like for me it'll work on everyone but if you have a retro in your chart then you need to work in a different way and also depending on the aspect and the sign and the house and so on and so so it helps you because maybe mercury in pisces for me has to do with money whether for you has to do with um, creativity or performance you know so that is important you, because you can't um use the energies on your uh for your own good like it's to take them and maximize them like positive because otherwise it's destiny. It's just like you're in this boat, in this storm, and you feel like you don't have control. Mm -hmm. Well, so you're just touching on actually how empowering it is when we do connect with it, when we do know it, and then mm -hmm. we get to exercise our free will. Like you had said at the beginning with being able to choose exactly more, more consciously and maybe even more creatively because when i totally. know what's going on <laughs> then i can respond in greater ease exactly and and you're more present even as it, it, it helps you to make a decision a better one but even the not that good one still a decision and you can learn afterwards so it puts you in charge it puts you in charge of whatever will happen with your life mm -hmm. even with when events that you feel that you can control an accident for example you still have the chance to decide how, how will you react what decisions you will take from that event that were not uh, on your control but now we know that it's all part of our plan right yeah, I love this because I ask often, often, often are making, introducing the difference between responding or reacting. Mm -hmm. In one of my courses, um, Conscious Communication, we touch on this a lot because there's a big difference between just reacting to an energy that's present or, again, taking that step back, taking that deep breath mm -hmm. and, okay, how am I going to respond here? Mm -hmm. And of course, the more 
integration that we have the more of this knowledge so it's not just theoretical but we can get okay so the moon is in scorpio and that means this for me and and now how am i going to dance with it <laughs> exactly and i mentioned the moon because it's our satellite right it's what we have closer but it's just a satellite at the end imagine the power of the planets even though they're far away they're planets saturn <laughs> Pluto, that is the farthest. I mean, how much power they have. So why don't we choose to work with them mm. or to make them work with us to help us? When we don't work with them, I repeat, it's where, it's where when destiny happening. It was just destiny. Mm. I mean, it had to happen, that bad situation. Yeah, maybe, but also you have your free will to decide how you will handle it. And that's the difference. Astrology helps you to take the control, to start taking it. Because if you have lived a life just out of reaction or out of, you know, being in this boat <laughs> in the middle of the storm, it won't be like tomorrow. Okay, I'm super aware. And okay, no, I mean, it takes time, but... Start with awareness, with the awareness, and then with all the tools, yours, mine, the rest that you can find that can help you. To me, astrology, it's like the x-ray, you know? This is it. This is what is happening. These are your options or where you're sick, <laughs> if it's like that diagnosis. And then there are other tools that can help you not only get the consciousness, but then act upon it. Mm. Good. And um, so for you, for someone who has no idea about astrology and maybe they just know, okay, well, mm -hmm. Scorpio, like that's when I was born. What would you say might be like the next piece that would be really helpful? So if I just know my sun sign, mm -hmm. what if, and I want to build slowly, what could be like the next piece that is going to be super important? The next piece Abu said is the ascendant or the rising sign mm -hmm. and the moon. Mm -hmm. Okay, because um, when you start working with astrology, you realize that the sign that you've been knowing, like your sign, is just a part, an important one. But is it's, for example, I'm Gemini, but my son is in Gemini because I was born in the month where the sun was transiting Gemini. But then the ascendant gives you your astrological sign for real. It's like the energy that you will need to work through your whole life. Like I would say like um, one of the most important ones. So what is the rising sign? It's the sign that was at the east the day that you was born when the sun was rising okay so for example i was born on june 4th at 10:45 p.m but on that day the sign that was rising with the sun was aquarius so even though my son is in gemini my rising sign is aquarius and that gives me the energy, one of the most important energies that I need to work on. And it gives the different, both signs complement each other. 
if we talk about it from this karmic perspective, you will say that because we decide our charge, we decided. Uh, so the sign that you decide where your son would be has the energies that you are more comfortable with or that you have mastered a bit more. And then where you put your rising sign is the energies that are like pretty raw, you know, and that you need to master like to evolve during your life so knowing your rising sign will gives you like a ton on information that you complement your life how you need your uh, the the hour of your birth yeah that's uh, the only thing mm. and i just want to jump in because i know for some people listening it's gonna be like a bit what I choose mm -hmm. when, when I'm born, I choose mm -hmm. the time, the sign that I'm going mm -hmm. to be in. And I just want to acknowledge that like, this is beyond theory. And there are mm -hmm. ways that like I do this in private sessions too, we can regress back to before we were born and we can see mm -hmm. why we chose, for example, our parents and the time and place that we were born. So this is beyond just a belief system, but it's actually yes exactly. experience of how we do choose when we're coming to this earth for these specific lessons and reasons why so thank you for those definitions and i have a just a question so because i've met a number of women lately actually and so what about someone that has their son and ascendant both in the same sign well that is it's it says a lot it says that that person has both because there is a wide range, like from zero to 100% of an energy. Energy is just energy, including the sign, okay? So for that person, it means that both she or he has mastered a lot from that energy, but still needs to work a lot on another part of this energy because also a, a sign has it's good it's not so good and then it's bad you will say so it means that that person needs to continue that she or he decided that it needs to continue developing you know evolving that energy for his soul better good okay mm -hmm. so it's not bad it's just that as well it, it has its strength but also there's some things you can say weaknesses i don't like to to use that word but okay that it needs to work on develop master Mm -hmm. so maybe it's like if i can use other words too maybe it's like the small refinements that we need to do that with that energy exactly or moving on to the next yeah and i will said sorry i will say that there, it also means that there is a part like a very important part from that energy that hasn't been awakened because mm -hmm. the rising sun before we get to the 30s it's, it's not recognized. I, I couldn't recognize myself being Aquarius, but it shows all over 
on the not so good side. I was so rebellious. I was always inventing like what fight to fight just for the sake of have this, I don't know, energy. After my Saturn return or after the 30s, it's like that energy start like to maturing. So it means for that person that there is a part from that energy that she or he needs like to, you know, to make it like pop up, mm. like to show it, like to, yeah, to show it and live it, that he or she hasn't been able yet, just yet. Mm. Mm -hmm. Love that. I uh, love that. Yes. Mm -hmm. I always, I, I do uh, use astrology sometimes just as a, one of my basic imprints when I first start working with a client to also like mm -hmm. I use morphology, how our shape moves our mm -hmm. energy. And I, I also, I don't know if you would agree with this, but I like to say how our rising sign is really where we're moving into. Like we need to anchor into our sun and embody that, but then we're going to move into this transformative process in becoming that which exactly right. i think that you said it like perfectly it's like you would say like the sun sign it's we know it mm. it's like we know it it's 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 us we already work so we have those energies are our gifts whether the um, rising sign is where we're going mm. or like you said like where we heading okay uh but we need to work on that energy because if we don't like recognize it or work with it at the beginning it, it, it goes like i just said it it can become just like like a facade you know like a, a, a mask that you're using that it's not going like deep so you need to take it like to take out the mask so you can show the real energy like you know your heart bare naked uh with that energy but it requires you know your life you know living it and working it and embrace it mm -hmm. or learning to love it if at the beginning it's like no like aquarius me like huh, i don't like it or i don't know whatever yeah and we have our whole life, which is so exciting. <laughs> yes, I mean. all timeline to play with and experiment. Yeah, it doesn't need like to be like tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we want it, you know, but it, we need to give these energies in our body and our life, like the time, like to reconcile also with this part that hasn't been recognized or, you know, we're getting in touch yet with, with them. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Oh, I love this. It's so rich and I'm receiving so much from just these tiny adjustments and, and the own definitions. So, so great. Uh, let's go into Mercury Retro. What is it? Because I know we have so many misconceptions that are general, like me yeah. online, right? The horror. No, don't do anything. <laughs> like, hide in a don't box. Don't communicate. <laughs> but maybe to set us up for that, can you tell us? Because Mercury, it's a planet, right? So maybe mm -hmm. tell us what this planet governs and then what does it mean for it to be retro? Okay, so Mercury, it's, it rules two signs astrological signs. Gemini uh, from its airy energy and Virgo from his more earthy 
energy. But Mercury has to do with expression. I communicate, I speak, I think, okay? Has to do with learning and teaching, but most of all, like, communication. How, how we do communicate, how we put into words or into letters or in our movements what is in our brain, basically. So Mercury goes around the, the sun faster than us, okay? He does it in 88 days. So it means that from an heliocentric perspective, you know, like for us, it's like everything is, you know, going around us. Uh, it looks between three and four times during the year that it goes slower than us but reality is that it's not it's, it's us i mean he goes like he passes and it's not like we're going slower like with slower motion no we're going exactly on our motion like the earth and mercury but as he goes faster than us like always there is this moment where he started like passing us and from our point of view it looks like those like backwards so that um sense gave us a lot of things and it makes a lot of things to happen because everything started with a thought so that it's that's why mercury is super powerful and nowadays we communicate with a lot of things everything that makes a connection from the internet to our car because mm -hmm. our car helped us get somewhere so it's like these streams that make the context so the communications uh, are still ruled by mercury and the emails and now the whatsapp and the messenger and the summer and so on are ruled by mercury so while he's in retro like right now, he'll be in retro. He started being retro since the 16th till uh, the night of March. Mm. A lot of crazy things happen and people get like really nuts, like let's hide under the rock. <laughs> but what we haven't, for me, this being like a way that astrology and many, many people working with astrology has um, allowed that this energy or this that the people believe that mercury in retro is something awful because a lot of crazy things happen like your car broke your cell phone like you send the wrong message to the wrong person or you were talking about someone and that someone you were talking about is just right behind and listening to everything that you just said and so and so a miscommunication misunderstandings but what we are missing is that Mercury really doesn't have to do with that if we don't allow it. Because the most important purpose of Mercury in retro is to bring us back to the here and now, to the present moment, to go within, to try to understand what is happening inside, heart and mind like to slow 
the rhythm, the multitasking, the thousand million thoughts per second that we're now in. So a lot of people really do a lot of good things while Mercury is in retro, as long as they're present. And those that experience these crazy things like everything happening, like the flight tire, the flight cancel, and so and so, are those ones who the universe are let them know like maybe you need to slow down maybe the flight is canceled first because maybe you need to stay or it's not yet the time for you to go and negotiate this or maybe you send this information wrong because you were not paying attention you were writing the email you were on facebook and you were I don't know, um, having a fight with someone all during the same minute. It's impossible. I mean, things will happen. So it's not Mercury, Mercury fault. Mm. And I would like to say that it's our fault. I would rather say it's our responsibility how we'll navigate Mercury in retro. So when we are prepared and we know that right now we're in Mercury in retro. Okay, it means that it's time to slow down and just to do one good thing at a time, like to read well what we're uh, doing, like to check on our car, you know. And if things happen, then just like sit, breathe, take a juice or a tea. I mean, and, and then analyze, okay, this flat tire, being mad will help me. Maybe right now, these five minutes, I'll give it like to be like, oh. but then what would I do? Like it's the end of the war or maybe it's, not, it's just that I'm just rushing, like mm. doing everything at the same time. So we need to change our perspective of Mercury. And then little by little, we will see if we practice that actually is hell of a good time. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. To go within, especially for us and for for people that are focused on work on themselves, like to dig deep, like to heal and to get to know better what's happening inside. Mercury, it's perfect for for doing the 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 shadow work, for example. It's perfect for that. Recognize what we need to change. It's it, to me, it's like those moments during the year where the universe is giving you, is giving us the space and the time to slow down. So it doesn't mean that you don't need to go and work. It means that if you're going to work, if you're going to go into a meeting, you really need to be present, to listen, to be clear what you're saying. If you're not clear, to ask twice. Mm. you know and so and so just taking precaution and that's it right and what I receive out of this also I love when you said it's it's this moment to get the heart and the mind coherent mm -hmm. together as well exactly. so when something goes wrong um, it's actually so funny because last night I had a total mercury and retro dream 
I'm at the airport. <laughs> I'm meant to, um, so I'm going to Hawaii, but I'm late for my flight and I don't have what I need. And I, I decide that I'm going to change the flight, but then that doesn't feel good. So I say, I'm just going to, just going to let the flight go. And I got completely quiet and I listened to my heart. Because I've always known I'm going to go to Hawaii. I've always known I'm going to live in Hawaii. But in this moment, I listen to my heart. And my heart's like, oh, but I need to go to California. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and so the dream goes on. But I was like, whoa, this is a completely like Mercury Metro <laughs> circumstance. We can have that. Like, yeah. oh, it's not working. It's not working. But if I get quiet and I listen to my heart and my soul, like really... What is the invitation that life is bringing me? Because like we said in the beginning, the universe is benevolent. It, like, it's really here to support us. Mm. Exactly. It's not like to stop in us or because it's a cruel source of energy. Nothing <laughs> at all. We need to start owning our events, the events that happen in, in, in our life, like to be responsible for what is happening. Yesterday, I post something in my Instagram account and someone said like, okay, I found it. I found who to blame. It's Mercury in retro. And I said, no, no, Mercury is not to blame. You need to own your, your thing. It's, it's, it's on your own. I mean, it's not Mercury. Bad things happen because you're not present. You're not listening. You are not making space for silence you know, to make the noise, the noise to, you know, so you can sit in silence and start listening or feeling what is happening inside. So if you're not doing this, of course, a lot of things will happen. Blaming on Mercury, it's like the same when you are blaming your mom, your husband, your boss, whatever that cross the air that you're breathing that is responsible for something that you're not owning. Mm -hmm. But sometimes it's just not my fault. <laughs> just kidding. I love it. And yeah, not fault. No, fault, no. I don't like it, but... I'm no, no. really used to that anyway. Yeah. Um, so for the moment, for the way Mercury is right now in this, this period until the 9th of March, as you said, what um what sign is it or is there any certain thing we can look out for and be extra aware in the coming yes well this is this is like magical and especially for uh us and what you do because this time uh mercury is uh, retrograding between pisces and a tiny of little bit of aquarius and both signs in a positive way, help us to make changes. In the case of Aquarius, make changes to have, you know, like the God, like to do things in a different perspective and like to embrace what's new. But mainly it'll be in, in Pisces. And Pisces is everything about unconditional love, our intuition, our, uh, our mom's womb everything that happened while we were there okay the karma which can be like karma from other lives but also it can be these things that you haven't getting yet from this life or or taking the lesson yet from this life that so you need to go back 
just to see the scenes that you have done or not and work on it. Uh, it has to do with service, what you need to help other people, compassion, creativity, art, Pisces, it's like everything related to the intuition and our capability to take from that our magic. And our magic can be represented in this life through work, like shamanic work, like energetic work. But magic also has to do for a lot of people with writing a song or dancing or painting or filming, you know, or taking shots. Um, but I will say that the higher energy from Pisces is the spirit to connect with our soul and our spirit. But we also need to pay attention to the downside of Pisces, which is like walking into a very slippery floor because Pisces is such a beautiful energy and Pisces people are such beautiful souls and creative and delicious that sometimes it's difficult for those people to recognize the needs, the, the work that needs to be done. Because we can also use the spirit not to take responsibility on our actions. And we need to be very aware of this. I mean, you can sit and meditate for three hours and you can grab what the, what the universe wants you to know. But what, what would you do with it? It's not enough just to meditate three or four hours. Then you need to stand up and act and do things, make things happen, and especially to ground yourself. Mm. So the downside of Pisces is evading reality, not having your, your feet on the floor. Like uh, Also, it can go like really wrong, like drugs, like alcohol, like all these evasive um, tactics, conscious or unconscious, that you use to not being responsible of your life. So this Mercury in retro is super rich because you can work going in, connected with your soul and your spirit and your intuition mm -hmm. to, you know, grab what the universe is letting you know at the same time that you make this commitment with yourself to stand up after you meditate and <laughs> after you listen and start doing things. Mm. not just to do it and do it right so this is important it helps you it's uh, started with contact with ourselves, and then what we're going to do with this information mm. okay um this is like the most important thing even if you don't know anything about your chart it's like try to connect or reconnect with your spirit with the sounds of your soul and at the same time, what are the things or the aspect in your life that you are not taking responsibility? Because also Pisces is either the guru or the victim martyr. Mm. This guru has to be a leader as well, a master of its own life. And which one of them are you 
most people were kind of in the middle because it's it's normal sometimes i mean we get we've been there like in this victim mentality or when we it's so easy like to blame others that's why another important thing of mercury in retro is to be honest mm-hmm. honest with ourselves because then we cannot do this work so it's in pisces if you know your chart what is important is to know where you have pisces in your chart pisces in the last degrees like the last two or three degrees of aquarius in your chart and then pisces because also what you need to do is to add the meaning of the houses where you have pisces in your chart and we have like 12 houses in the natal chart and every one of them has different meanings but for someone that that hasn't been in touch with astrology this can be like too much i think that knowing that you need to own your things it's like a good start i will say like to go in yeah like to have a hand like you know open to the sky to receive but also like your feet like really really rounded like rooted into the soil Mm. awesome 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 so a lot here and um what I'm receiving as the biggest takeaway is that we're passing through a moment in time where we can receive a lot of inspiration and a lot of mm-hmm. creative guidance and soul connection. And the most important thing to do as we receive is to ground it. And to complete that receptivity, we then need to act. Mm-hmm. So thank you. That's so, so awesome. And Oh, wow. It's so exciting. I love astrology. And I could ask you a million more questions, but as we're beginning to wrap up our conversation now, um, is there any last little nugget of wisdom you would like to Yes. The period of times, if you want to like to really work with Mercury, because Mercury goes beyond the station retrograde, which goes from the 16th of February to the 9th of March. Because this period is where Mercury is going backwards. But it all started on February the 2nd, which was the first time that Mercury started to walk those degrees that he's, you know, going backward right now. So whatever happened in your life between February the 2nd, let's say since the end of January, till the 16th, 17th, whatever that calls your attention, something, an event, an emotion, then it'll pop up again during this retrograde station between the 16th, 17th till the night of March. Like a lot of things moving, sometimes like very intense, sometimes you're making like a reaction and everything. Then on February the 25th, it's like the... I would say like the hitting point of Mercury in retro because it's where Mercury gets like together with the sun. It's like the conjunction sun-Mercury. So by the 23, 23, 24, 25, 26, more so like 24, 25, and the 26th of February, we might have this aha moment in a... Uh, 
in some part of our life. Like this, like, oh, okay, this is it. And then from then on till the night of March, it's like the energies you try like to settle, you know, like trying to digest the message of this retrograde uh, station. And from the night of March till the 29th, it's the end. When Mercury uh, walks final, um, one last time, the degrees that walks first from the second to the 16th and then go uh, walk backwards from the 17th to the 9th of March. Okay, so the rest of March, it's where the cycle how do you call it like it's the end of the cycle or you you completion. walk it through like the completion so like a business that didn't that started but didn't work on then on the station retrograde it's like something happened you find out around the 25th what was it and then from the 25th to the end of march you finish like settling and to deciding whether to side or not or continuing to the relationship or not and so on these are the important dates okay from this beautiful period in our life <laughs> and of course like pay attention because most of us we can be like super 300% present in our life so it's like if some things happen like what can you learn about it and like don't get mad. It won't work. So it's like, go with the flow. Go with Mercury. <laughs> like, be open. <laughs> Beautiful. Thank you, love. And tell, tell us how we can connect with you. Where can we find you? How can people connect with you if they're interested in an astrology session, etc.? They can contact me through my email, which is, oh my God, it's like, Silonium, my name, I don't know if you I'm can gonna write put, it. I'm going to put links where this okay, is. Okay, like my, my email, like Silonium4 and then Hotmail. I'm still the Hotmail generation. <laughs> okay, and I'm all. Uh, I have my Facebook page, which is Silostrologia. Uh, Mm-hmm. and my Instagram they're in Spanish my mother tongue is Spanish so it's I'm in Spanish I'm you know sensing whether I need to start filming in English or publishing things in English as well I don't know if in a new page or so um, but then if you also speak in Spanish and those pages and also I have my YouTube channel uh, under my name which I always explain. I, I just upload classes like astrological classes and on my Facebook and Instagram is a daily what the moon is doing, what the planets are doing. But if you want to contact me, my email is a, a good option. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for this connection. And I'm excited to have you on the podcast again in the future when a new astrological thing. Yeah, is this is fun. We can start talking about things like what it's happening <laughs> thank you love thank you bye bye i'm lindsay curtis and you've been listening to her return the podcast thank you for tuning in with us today please subscribe and review this podcast wherever you are listening and if you've gained some astrological insights share it with a loved one until next time may you return home to yourself today